Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before the episode begins, we'd like to have a few words from our sponsor, The Outbreak. A zombie plague has infected the city, and you have to make it to the safe zone within the time limit or be consumed by the horde chasing you down. As you walk or work out, The Outbreak will take the steps logged onto your phone or watch and turn that into power you can use to outrun and outfight the zombie horde. You can participate alone, in teams, or against each other to see who can get to the safe zone first. Each race has a specific story and specific rewards for completing it like a real-life medal, and shirt sent directly to your door. So download the Outbreak on the App Store or Google Play, and at checkout, make sure you use the code PEGASUS, that's P-E-G-A-S-U-S, to save 15% on your order. If you want to support us and what we love doing, check out the Outbreak. Now, enjoy the episode. Recording 1B for the Millennium Safe Haven. This is interview two with Reynold James. How are you feeling today, Reynold? Fine. Machines connected and vitals look stable. Everything's ready to begin. Thank you, Carter. Are you ready to continue with the interview, Reynolds? Great. So where we left off, you and Krissa had just left your apartment. What happened next? We drove to Chicago. The gas tank got us almost all the way there. We walked the last few miles. Once we got there, we went through the normal entry processes and it was kind of weird. They were asking if anyone needed medical care and Chris was still hurt, so she went with them. And I stayed there. It felt... wrong. And then? I got my tent number and moved in. I was just settling in when Chris showed up. Please tell me this is the right tent and I didn't just walk into a stranger's home? Not this time. <laughs> How's moving going? Well, luckily, unpacking is a short process when you only have one bag, so I'd say it's pretty good. Uh, how'd you know I was here? Trial and error. Figured one of these tents had to be the right one. Or I just got your tent number from the same guy who gave me mine. (sighs) Tight security. How was medical? Oh, they were very intrigued. It was the first case this compound has seen of both owl attacks and electric plant lacerations. They weren't entirely sure what to do about the plant one besides give me some bandages, but they cleaned up the cuts from the owl and treated them with some stuff I didn't recognize. I think they marked me down for something, which is kind of scary. The cuts had reopened at some point yesterday, but they were very impressed at the wrapping and the fact that they hadn't gotten infected. So you did a good job. Glad to hear it. Uh, Have you been around the compound at all yet? Not really. Uh, I came straight here after check-in. 
It's crazy to see Millennium Park like this. I forget how big it is, but just seeing all those tents in Butler Field. You should see Grant. Is yours nearby? Sort of. Still on the Great Lawn, but a few rows down and on the other end. You know, it's kind of funny. I came here quite a bit growing up, but seeing it now feels totally unfamiliar. Kind of gives me hope, you know? Like if something as big as Millennium fucking Park can turn into something new. What's to say that I can't? It's a fresh start. Yeah. Away from all the people I used to know, away from work and school and any sort of attachment to who everyone knew me as. It's a real new start for both of us. Yeah. Still kind of pissed about my car, though. I thought you hated that car. Isn't that like a prime example of old attachment? Yeah, but like, I'd rather that shitty old car than never drive again. I mean, there's got to be some sort of gas in all of Chicago, right? You're inconsistent. And killing the environment. I didn't choose the car. And I'm not inconsistent, just practical. I'd gladly take a different car if any of them worked. But instead, I'm just stuck. I guess if I'm going to be stuck, I should probably go unpack. Oh, okay. You all right? You seem off. I'm sorry. This is just uh, a lot to take in. There's so much hope, but I can't help but think about... Don't say it. This is a new world. This is our fresh start. We can be whoever we want, whatever that is. I know. I just don't really know what I want to be yet. That's fine. You don't need to know. If you need me, I'll be here. Thanks. Are you going to come hang out with me while I unpack, or do you want to be alone? A fresh start? That was the hope. How long have you two known each other at this point? Almost a year. She started working with me at the mall over the summer. We didn't talk too much at first, but she's persistent when she wants to get to know someone. She said something about being injured. An owl and an electric plant. What was that about? Uh, in the mall, she- Carter, focus questions if you can, please. And Reynolds, please try to stick to the memories that directly influence this case. She was the one who asked I know, but just listen to me, please. Fine. I don't really care about this little project of yours, but if you want to truly understand what happened at Millennium, you need to know about them all. But what do I know? Okay. Thank you. Was this when Victoria and Juliet showed up? No. That, that wouldn't have happened for another month. But that was the first day. And I know it seems uneventful, but uneventful was all I had for a while. And Krissa? Less uneventful. Ren! Ren, hey! Oh, hi! We're going exploring. Wanna come? What? What? Who's we? Where are you going? Me and some friends I made in medical the first day, plus a guy I work with. We're just gonna go wander the city. No one's out driving, obviously, and they said there's already some cool overgrown shit, even with the snow. Are you sure that's a good idea? Yeah, of course. It's a beautiful day. What's the point of just sitting around? What, what about your side? You don't want to push that while it's healing. Chris, you almost ready? Yeah, I'll be right there. Come on, let's go out. 
Do something. Hey, Lucas. Jake says if we don't leave soon, it'll get dark before we get anywhere cool. Hey, man. Hey. Are you coming? You go ahead. Have fun. You don't want to come? No. I I'm alright. Okay. Um... See you later, then? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Bye. Why didn't you go? I just... I wanted to give her space. I knew how excited she was to get this chance to start over and be someone new. And I didn't want to be what was tying her back to that old life. Her old life? She had been running for a long time. From what? Why do you care? She seemed pretty reckless. Reckless? Let's keep moving. What happened next? Nothing. For a while. Life adjusted into a sort of pattern. Work took up time, and when I wasn't working and she wasn't who knows where, I was with Chris. That's how it was for almost a month. And then Juliet and Victoria showed up? And then they showed up. Show us. I really hope this weather isn't a red herring, but as long as it doesn't snow again, I'll be more than happy. This is a good spot? Sure. They should really put some tables out here now that it's getting nicer. <laughs> it doesn't count as a picnic if you're sitting on a table. Then you're just eating outside. It is too a picnic. Eating outdoors is all a picnic is. It's literally called a picnic bench. Okay, but... What if you went to a restaurant and you went to sit outside? That's not a picnic. No, that's going to a restaurant. If you bring your own food outdoors to eat, that's a picnic. See, you're already adding conditions. You just said that a picnic was eating outdoors. No, you can't just I make up new rules to make it seem like you were right the I... whole time. Hey. What? Please tell me I'm just going crazy. No problem. Turn around. Okay. Down by the boardwalk, right corner. What am I looking for? I don't... No. No, no, that, that can't, that can't be. I don't want to go any closer to check, but it has to be, right? I, but, but, but why? And if that's her, then where, where's Greg? Where is anybody else, and who is she talking to? I can't tell from here, but that's definitely Chloe. Do you think she'll recognize us? I don't know. She only saw you when you were running, so maybe she didn't get a good look, but... When she came into the office, it was like she already knew me. She wasn't shocked that I was there. She was expecting it. So what I'm hearing is we should probably move. Yeah, that might be smart. Maybe we can find an actual table to sit at this time. Oh my god, we're having a picnic. We're not sitting at a fucking table. Chloe? In the mall. Uh, she was there too. We gave her a, a different name. We had only seen her through the cameras of the security office, and they don't have any sound. And you weren't able to identify who was with her? No. Those cameras aren't the best quality, and people look different in person. Did you talk to Victoria or Juliet the day you first saw them? No. The first time I talked to either of them was while I was working. What was your assignment? I was hoping to work in the med building, but 
I also told them I had been a farmer for 18 years, so they put me in agriculture. It was still winter, so that mostly meant managing the food supply and getting it to the people working in rations while we prepped to start planting when the ground thawed. I didn't realize Victoria had been assigned to rations until she showed up. Alright, who's next? I need three trays of... Oh. oh. Hi. You aren't gonna try to kill me right now, right? What? What do you mean? You shot at me first. Only because you were waving a gun at me. I... Look, things were difficult back there. We were all just trying to survive. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Let's say we both did things we wouldn't normally do and aren't necessarily proud of, so why don't we just agree to put it all behind us? We don't even know each other's names. I'm Victoria. Reynold. Nice to officially meet you. How long ago did you get here? Uh, about a month ago. A month? How'd you get here so fast? Oh, I just... I caught a ride. Huh, nice. Easier than what I did. Spending a month outside in Chicago winter isn't exactly a joy ride. I can imagine. How does compound life compare to mall life? It's more spacious. Do you need something? Oh, three trays of salad prep, please. Well, hey, we should sit down and chat sometime. It'd be nice to have someone around who knows what that place was like. Here's your trays. Thanks. Well, I guess I'll see you around. See ya. You shot at her? Carter? Yes, I shot at her. Kid, you don't have Let to- Let him talk. When did you shoot at her? Back in the mall. She broke into the office. That site is classified. We aren't cleared to discuss anything that- You're gonna have a hell of a time with this case. If you can't talk about Pegasus, then we don't have anything to discuss. I'll see what I can do. I assume that's the end for today, then? Yes. Yes, that's fine. We'll pick up tomorrow. Have a nice day. Uh, you too. What the fuck was that? I was just asking questions. You realize this whole thing could get shut down, right? You heard what he said. We aren't getting anywhere. We can't just sit here and listen to him go on dates with a dead girl. Do you really think I would sit through these memories if I didn't think they mattered somehow? They matter to him. Not to us. He's sentimental, and he's pissed off, and he doesn't even know what exactly he's supposed to be showing us. Think about it. He's hooked up to a machine having his memories played out loud. You'd be confused too. Don't make him the victim. He killed three people. The least he can do is show us why. That's not what we're here for. He just said he was shooting at Victoria. Who was pointing a gun at him. Shooting someone who's trying to kill you isn't exactly a direct parallel to triple homicide. Don't be an idiot. Ignoring signs just because you feel bad for him isn't going to change the outcome. Why are you so concerned with the verdict anyway? We just have to get any information we can about what he did there. If he's guilty and our suspicions are true, then he's a threat. If he's innocent, then at least he doesn't murder people willingly. Go make your phone calls. Carter Brooks, concluding this recording for 1B Millennium Park. <laughs>